previously on Diceology. Yeah, so, brief recap. You are Lady Juniper Blackbird, or maybe more accurately, the former Lady Juniper Blackbird. Um, You've been banished from the New Empire, from your home on Palace, and you traveled out to the frontier planet Tristful, where in a town called Copper Ridge, uh, an old friend of your father's, um, the the aforementioned father, um, Oliver Rosewood, has agreed to let you stay with him for some period of time. What are you gonna do with that Mm. thing you found? What's wrong with it? You said it was working. There's someone in it. And you think it's a good idea to get them out? Yes. I told you before. The people who know about these things, Juniper, they're very dangerous and they don't live around here. They're called Seekers of the Eleventh Saint. You could go snooping through his things if you want. She might do that. She. <laughs> you open the box, and inside are a few things. One is a strange heavy metal helmet. Interesting. Next to it is another book, and it is, like, very simply titled, The Truth of the Eleventh Saint. Nice. So I'm gathering that maybe he was associated with them? If not a full member. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, well, yeah, what is Juniper up to? Because that's a lot of um, sketchy information. That I think I'm just going to start walking up through the woods, like north from the house, uh, just to kind of think and to get outside and not be in this house anymore, because it is kind of creeping me out a little bit. Sure, sure. Did you, just out of curiosity, I have two questions. One, did you take the gun with you? Like the gun he gave me? The gun he gave you. That is probably part of that same set of... Oh, yeah, for sure. Okay, all right. (laughs) Yeah, I'm, I'm... That he did give me, so I'm I'm gonna keep it on me. Sure, yeah. Now no. that I've seen what's out here. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So then my second question is, you have a map. You have a communicator, kind of a basic communicator that can like uh, do instant, uh, probably voice and hollow holographic communication between people, but also holds data, mm-hmm. maps, and you have a map that Rosewood actually updated for you with a piece of a different mech, not the one that you got the orb from, but a different one. And mm-hmm. not only did it expand the range to beyond the mountains where Rosewood's temple kind of rests at the base of, but out past into the valley uh, that is beyond these mountains. And, they, and a number of unusual symbols cropped up that seemed to be the rough translations of uh, old empire mapping and modern day mapping technology. And the, the two symbols that two symbols out in the valley came up. One has sort of a, sort of like a city kind of look to it. And the other is like just a flower. Like, it's just kind of weird. Like, and it's Mm -hmm. very unclear because they're not, there's no way this is a direct translation. So some information is clearly missing. So do you open up your map is, I guess, my final question as you're walking north. Yeah, yeah. I think, I mean, A, I don't want to stay in the house all day, especially with this new information. And... Um, B, I've kind of 
I don't really have much to do, you know, like I'm a stranger to this planet and I do have something I'm trying to figure out, but I don't have a lot of information about it. And so I think, and you don't I have... think I'm going to wander up that direction <laughs> towards the, um, like kind of the settlement looking symbol. Yeah. So you go up to guess... where you guys first encountered the Mustang um, by that mm-hmm. old empire ruin. The door's still resting open, so you can you don't even have to go over any mountains. You can follow that same pretty eerie path through that what you've probably put together is a bunker now. And out to yeah. so I think we can like just kind of follow Juniper as she's pro with correct me if I'm wrong, with some like energy and haste, uh, anxiety, like an anxious sort of hike through this 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 mm-hmm. underground bunker. And then out through what I described last time as blown open doors and down a hillside, Mm -hmm. you can see the openness of the valley and you're probably standing right next to that mech that you found the, uh, the orb with the person in. So you, you, you were here yesterday, but this time there's no, there's no monster on the loose. Uh, and again, I'll describe the mech. It's, it was torn clean in two. There's a huge puncture hole in its chest. It's got this crazy uh, valuable ceramic armor on it. And there's like chipped glaze on there. And there's smaller mechs scattered about that you put together last time that the, the these mechs were enemies at one point. Yeah, what does Juniper do on the other side of the, the, the mountain range in the valley? Because the... The city uh, icon is a f- roughly a few clicks away, so it's a bit of a bit of a schlep to do. Is do you want to do anything okay. first, or do we want to just get on to traveling? Because going through territory you don't know um, that nobody really knows about uh, that has mm-hmm. all of these strange ruins. Well, you've already encountered a Mustang. There are other automatons like that in the world, so. Right. You need yeah, to make a think... roll to be to safely travel. Okay. To safely wait, like right like right now, or like if I decide to go up to the other Yeah, if you decide to go much further than this, because beyond this is unexplored, you're not familiar, it's much riskier call. Right, that makes sense. Yeah. Um But you're standing next to yeah, the Yeah, I think Yeah, so I wanna I'm thinking about what Rosewood said, and I kind of want to examine it closer and see how this piece, like, fit into the mech. Mm-hmm. Um, because that's what I might end up trying to do, is, like, recreate a mech. Gotcha. Um, and I'm not sure if I can do that on my own, because I don't know a lot about uh, designing mechs, but... <laughs> Nobody um, does. <laughs> Right. But I mean, there might be some kind of like a mechanic that would have the knowledge or information to be like, okay, this is how pieces fit together. You know, <laughs> like Fair. this is how you connect things, yeah. which is not necessarily a skill set that Juniper has. Um, and so I think she's just kind of going to take a closer look at it just to kind of get her bearings about maybe how these things are set up. Yeah. Um, that would certainly be another role I, for sure. Yeah, and that might be, like, that might be my Imperial Noble. You think? Um, okay. Let me see. Educated, science, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so... Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. I mean, you could argue Explorer, too, but... Yeah. 
this is more about like knowing how it works rather than trying to learn something new about like ancient lore, I guess. Mm -hmm. I guess it's kind of both, but. Okay. So one, you get one die for doing a thing, one for Imperial Noble, one for Educated and one for Science. So you're up to four. What about you have six dice left in your pool. I think the difficulty here is going to be a three. You're not an electrical okay. engineer or anything. Um, nope. So do you want to use any of your secrets or your pool dice to give you a bit of a bit more of a shot here? I, I'm up to four. I think I'm just going to use one of my pool dice and hope for the best. Okay. So you're rolling a total of five. You need three... And I need three successes. You need three successes to get... To, to, to successfully do such a thing. Yes. So we'll see how this goes. Okay, I... There it is. That is two successes. Yep. So I did not succeed. Okay. So I'll just really quick read the rules while I'm thinking um, about what happens if you don't pass. If you don't pass, you don't yet achieve your goal but you get to keep the pool dice you rolled and add another die to your pool. So you are back up to seven dice in your pool. Um, you can go ahead and change Yay. that. The GM okay. will escalate the situation in some way and you might be able to try again. Okay. Um, so what's escalating? What is escalating? That is a good question. Let's <laughs> see. So... It just... You managed to do this. You managed to figure out the, the connections here. So the, the basic connection between this thing, you take a look and there's like basically like two settings it could be on. It could either be connected to one distinct like input source and no output sources, or there is a point at which it could be connected to everything in the Mac, basically. Uh, mm -hmm. So it's so hard to know. Like It's so hard for you to know what is what. But you do get a feeling that maybe Rosewood had a bit of a point that this thing, that the mechs did have external sensors of various kinds that this mm -hmm. thing was connected to. Uh, it was probably able to process more information than a human. Like it probably took in uh, sonar readings and radiation readings and infrared and all of these. Like it probably took in a, a broader range of the sound spectrum and... You know that kind of that kind of thing. It was probably you. You are to some de degree really holding a mind. Like it doesn't have any eyes. It doesn't have a body. It needs something to wake up with. It needs a vessel. It needs a vessel. Yes. And okay. there's and you also probably could put together from this that like a mech is not necessarily the only version of a vessel that could this could hold to. Yeah. Right? Like, there's probably, like, degrees to which you could create a vessel for it, right? Right, yeah, because I don't know if it's realistic to, like... Because what she's kind of looking at is, can I do this in, like, a smaller, more accessible capacity than, like, building a mech that no one knows how to build? Exactly, yeah. So, like, that's the, that's the thing is, like, you're probably pretty sure that if you could get this mind get her enough sensors and enough ways to interact with the world she could wake up again for real um, okay but for now there's nothing it the orb you're holding has no way of taking in information from the outside world or 
interacting with the outside world beyond with a dream blood, essentially. Mm-hmm. I think the biggest thing you realize is you need functional, compatible parts. Right. Which is not a thing people make. Okay. That's not something I could go somewhere to, like, buy at a hardware store. <laughs> no. Um, no. Rosewood was able to connect two pieces of data, essentially by destroying one of them. Mm-hmm. Like, it would be... You need compatible parts, essentially. Okay. And right. And you are well aware, everybody's well aware, that people go into old Empire ruins to find bits and pieces that still function. Like, that's what treasure hunters mm-hmm. do. Like, it's possible that there are still functional parts out there and around. And this valley clearly has at least half a dozen un- relatively untouched mechs, which could give you mm-hmm. hope that maybe there are even parts in this valley. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I t- so I think she kind of, she examines this mech and kind of the smaller ones around it mm-hmm. um, to see if there is anything that she could take, like any parts to collect here. Most things here are rusted out because they've been left out in the okay. open. And okay. just as if to kind of, as if to kind of put a, uh, as if to make drive that point home, uh, you hear like a crack of thunder and it starts raining heavily, like really hard. And like it starts, okay. it, it sneaks up on you because you've been working on this mech for hours probably to make this happen. Mm-hmm. And as you start looking yeah. at the other ones, like you've been like probably it's probably been like oh a couple of drops here or there no big deal no big deal I just let me look at this one more thing right like it's been that kind of situation yeah yeah and then it starts coming down and if you remember you're on a hill slanted right. down and the mud starts coming down really fast and it is extremely difficult to start moving back up oh boy like the easiest okay. thing to do is to kind of l- let yourself be pulled downhill and try and find shelter there. Uh, but what does mm-hmm. Juniper do? Yeah, I'll try to I'll try to find shelter downhill. Okay. She's looking for like some kind of like overhang, like like a rock. Oh, like yeah, you know how kind of rocks do that <laughs> in the mountains or. Yeah, I think you I mean find... a tree. She's more hesitant about because lightning, but. <laughs> I think you find an overhang pretty quickly, but it takes you like twenty minutes, and by the time you you do, you're pretty soaked through. Um, it's pretty yeah. cold, uh, but you do find shelter. How far is it from where I was? How far did I have to walk? Um, you had to half walk, half slide, maybe, maybe a whole click, um, mm. which is probably equivalent to a couple miles, really. Dang. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I just I sit down to catch my breath for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, try to warm up as best I can, although I don't know how possible that is. <laughs> Fair. Um, considering. And I think I'm just, I think I'm going to try to wait the rain out, and during that mm-hmm. time I want to talk to the woman again. Okay. I actually think your clothes dry pretty quick. Like, I think that's something you realize that's another thing that's good about Tristful clothes, is that they dry sure. very <laughs> easily. Uh, oh, sweet. Yeah. So, let's make a roll, let's make a dream blood roll here on getting inside because i think anytime you're you're messing with magic uh and ancient tech i think a role needs to be involved 
Yeah, I agree. So, one for doing a thing, right? Mm-hmm. And then this is Dream Blood. And then... Yep, so that's two. And then... Enter Dream. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my goal, my goal here is just to kind of be with her, really. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I think Soothe could be applicable here. I agree. Um, I'm probably going in with the intent or intent to manipulate it to some extent, just to make the environment a little bit more pleasant. Okay. Yeah, I'll hear that. So, five. I think the difficulty here is yeah. only a two. Okay, cool. All right. Um, so do you want any pool dice? Do you want... I'll use one of my pool dice. All right. Okay, so that's four successes. So I'm able to do it. All right, yeah. So you enter in, and it's the same basic thing, right? Like, there's, there's this one hallway that leads to a hangar bay. There's a mech... Like the one that you saw torn, the big one that you saw torn apart, but fresh as if it was brand new. Uh, the lights are really low, like they're on emergency power, and like the walls are made out of that. Is it metal? Is it concrete? Is it plastic? Who's to say? Uh, sort of material. <laughs> uh, but this time you don't hear the sounds of work, and as you walk in, you see the woman lying on the ground, and then she like jumps when she she hears your footsteps stands up as quick as she can and um like rushes towards you and i'll I'll describe her again she's pretty tall uh i would probably describe her as latina or latinx um really dark brown or not really dark but like brown hair that's really like big and luscious and wavy and dark brown eyes that that kind of match it and she's wearing like this jumpsuit but it's tied around the waist and She's got uh, just a sports bra on, but she's also got flowers in her hair for some reason. It's unclear, but you're a dream blood, so you probably know that this has something to do with, mm-hmm. and it probably has a lot to do with her self-image. And she kind of rushes up almost to like hug you, but then realizes that, oh, maybe we're not there yet, but it's the kind of thing of like, I'm desperate to see anybody. Yeah. And she Juniper's says, gonna hug her. Yeah. And I think the woman just like kind of collapses, not like fully, but like, that when you sometimes when you hug a person and it's very clear that they super needed human touch they feel like they kind of melt into you like that's a hundred percent what's happening right now um uh oh also she's she's pretty curvy but also like jacked like she looks like she was in the military certainly gotcha and she like lets that hug linger for a minute and then it's just like juniper you're back oh Thank you. Of course, I told you I'd come back. And she squeezes her a little bit tighter. Yeah. Yeah, this just felt so much longer. Really? Yeah, like how long has it been? Probably like a day? Yeah, it's been about a day. Yeah, it's... How long did it feel to you? Like a day. Like a day? But before... Huh. Before you came... It all felt the same, and this felt like long in a way that it hasn't felt before. So thank you for, there's nothing to do here. She like gestures around like the mech doesn't actually work. I can't make anything happen. Hmm. Do you 
what what do you what do you like to do in your in your spare time? If you're if you're not fixing mechs, what are you doing? Well, you know, I'm not like, and I think she's probably just like taking, like walking you around her space essentially. And she says, I don't actually know if I fixed Max, you know? I mean, you don't okay. know, but I, you know. Uh huh. I don't, I don't know what I liked to do. But like, but she's she then she like picks up like some sort of tool off the bench and she's and she says and she like takes you over to a thing on the mac and she's like okay but if i if i were to twist this it should turn it on because nothing's wrong with it but it doesn't it just doesn't turn on right like i, um, I can't make anything work right here i know and Is that... i think i'm starting to understand why and i want you to know like i've I've been working on this and I've been trying to figure it out and I'm I think I think I know how to help you. And it's going to take some time. But I think I know how to help you. Okay. Okay. All right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. How how are you doing? Um bad. Bad. I'm doing bad. That's understandable. And this isn't your fault, but I didn't know that this wasn't real and that this, that I'm trapped here until, like, for real trapped. Like, you showed me. You opened the doors and there was nothing. Just emptiness. I really am trapped here. And I didn't know that. And it didn't feel that long. And now it feels longer. And nothing is actually working. And... I don't know my own name, and all that's is that changes around here is me and what I'm thinking and you. Whenever you show up, and you've only shown up twice, and I'm not doing so good. No, I'm not good. I know. I know. I'm. I'm gonna try to make it better for you here, um, while you're waiting, and. And I, there's a way out. This isn't hopeless. Um, is the is my world going to uh, turn into nothingness? Is that is that a risk? Is that could that happen? No. And I think she says that firmly. She doesn't necessarily know. Like Juniper, like she knows very little about what's happening. But really, her main goal here is just to soothe this person who's sure. in a very bad situation, no matter what. You know, it's kind of like you know when a parent pretends to know like what they're doing for the sake of their kid, yeah, like in yeah, some yeah, kind yeah. of an emergency, or like if the kid is like scared. You know, it's kind of just whatever it takes to help her be more comfortable. Like even if it is going to dissolve into nothingness or if she like if something very bad is going to happen she wants to make whatever time this woman does have a little bit better you know and right. she wants to have like let her have hope sure yeah 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 so she's like okay and i won't stop visiting i promise please don't i'm i'm going to try to come more often That'd be nice. I didn't... I can't sleep here. I might be able to help you with that. 
Okay. Um, so Juniper under her dream blood tag has, um, or trait, I guess, has the tag of sedate. <laughs> okay. And so that's kind of, that's the thought here. Um, so, but I mean, before she leaves, she's going to try to use that. Maybe not quite yet, but. Okay. Yeah. So the woman, she's like, could, I don't really have a choice other than to trust you, uh, that you're working on things and you're going to try and help me and that you'll visit. So far you haven't let me down, but that's a really small uh, 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 sam- sample size. Could, I don't know a lot about me. I don't know a lot about anything. I'd really like to know about you. About me? Yeah, just tell me anything. I did. just. Something real, something it doesn't have to be a good thing. It could be what you're worried about. It could be what you're, what's bothering you. It could. I just want to have a conversation. Here, sit down next to me. And I think she kind of takes her hand and guides her, and um, the two of them sit against the wall. Mm-hmm. Um, just and and Juniper knows like this woman just needs a friend she just needs conversation yeah um and that's what's gonna happen here and i think uh and i think she is like really honest with this person Um, i mean who's she gonna tell (laughs) right exactly like she can be more honest with this person than she can be to anyone in the world around her even though she is a pretty honest person like like there's stuff she's gonna keep covered up especially now that she knows that rosewood is a associated with the 11 saints um and so i think she tells her and she says um well i'm from a planet called palace do you know it no well i i grew up in well kind of a palace (laughs) um my my family's very important there and were you a princess um not not exactly i i guess i guess you could kind of say that (laughs) my family they're nobles um we do have an emperor but i'm not related to them um my family does have a lot of power and i I grew up with a lot of privilege. I do know of the blooded. No, what is that's oh right, you um it's it's the thing that lets you be here, right? Yeah. We Yes, um powers beyond, right? Um yeah, some think think of it that way. Uh, really what it is is it's a science it's something you can learn it's something you can practice and that's what I did and my the type of blooded that I am is very rare because not many people know it anymore and I learned it because 
frankly, my parents had money and they could hire an expensive tutor. Um, one of the few who did know it. Lucky me then, I guess. And <sighs> yeah, I, and I'm lucky in that way, but as I came of age, you know, I, I started realizing that what my family was doing and what the, the people in power were doing, um, those things weren't good for people. And they were hurting people and they're going to hurt a lot of people. And I, I tried to stand up against it. And well, let's just say I made some very important people very angry. And I was banished from my family, from my home planet. And I ended up on a planet called Tristful and you know, I'm, I'm trying to see the positives in it and be hopeful about it. And, you know, I get new experiences. I get to meet new people. But honestly, I'm terrified. And I'm really scared. And there are people who are helping me, but I can't help but still feel kind of alone, just like you are. I'm sorry about that. That's... No, it's it's okay. It's it's my own fault. I just I just wanna I just wanna help, and it seems like every time I try to help, like they either someone turns me down or I <laughs> I'm excluded or banished or. I need your help. And like she takes your hand really like firmly. Thank you. I. I'm gonna do everything I can and I hope it's enough and I hope I'm enough for you and I can I can promise you I'm gonna try my best that's all anyone can promise um I think she just smiles a little bit sadly at that and squeezes her hand what's it like outside well where I am now um I'm actually taking shelter from a pretty nasty storm it's beautiful though this place is beautiful um what kind of storm it, it's a rainstorm my hair is still soaking wet but i'm drying off pretty quickly <laughs> i don't really remember th things but like impressions snow was important what do you mean I I couldn't give you details, but I remember snow, you know. Why Why is snow important to you? I, I don't know. I, I don't know. But it feels like it was, or is. I, I, is it a good feeling? Yeah. Hmm. I wish I could show you. Maybe someday you can. So this is a dream, right? Something like that. <laughs> to be honest, I'm not entirely sure, but if I can get in, then it's it resembles a dream at least. I think the woman, she stands up and she says, and like offers her hand to pull you up with her, and she's like, is that why nothing works the way it should? Yeah, probably. Um, 
dreams are odd that way. Yeah. Is it my dream? As far as I can tell. Do you think I'd be able to change my own dream? Um, well, since you're aware of it, possibly. And I think I can do something to change it, too. I think we can work together. Okay. Do you want me to try? Yeah. Okay. And so is this a role here if I'm trying to manipulate the dream? Certainly. What are you trying to do, specifically? Um, so I'm gonna try to essentially give her some stuff to do. Uh-huh. <laughs> because, like, it, it's it's a special kind of torture, like, just having nothing to do, just waiting for something, you know? Right, yeah. Um, and so, essentially, Juniper's gonna try to conjure up some books. Uh-huh. Um, because she, this woman, like, mentioned, she she wants to remember things, she wants to know more, and so I think she's gonna try to give her that, and maybe... Maybe just a couple other, like, little, like, puzzle type of things, you uh-huh. know? Like, little things you can do in your free time yeah. to just, you know, something along the lines of, like, crossword puzzles or Sudoku or, like... I think she's also going to try to just make it a little bit more comfortable. Like, maybe kind of conjure, like, something like a blanket. Sure. And, um, make it feel kind of like the, kind of like the coziness you want in the winter. I mean, I know she mentioned snow, and I, I don't know. Maybe she will try to make it like snow, but not... I mean, it's a dream, so it doesn't have to be, like, cold. Just kind of, like, the sight of it, you know? Maybe you could make a window? Maybe that, yeah. Yeah, something like that. A window and it's snowing outside. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So essentially that's what we're going for here. <laughs> All right, so one for doing a thing. Mm-hmm. This is definitely being a dream blood. Yes. Manipulate dream. I think soothe again. Oh. Yeah. Soothe. And then the other thing I did want to do was sedate. So maybe I am trying to help her sleep right now. Uh, okay, um, quick question. Are you are you trying to manipulate the dream to make it cozy and then put her to sleep, uh, hopefully until the next time you arrive? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's a slightly different role, but that's in the same vein. So same thing. One for doing a thing. Dream blood. Manipulate dream. Soothe. Sedate. Um, so I'm going to say this is going to be a difficulty four because this dreamscape hasn't been changed in thousands, possibly years. Like... Okay. So, like, working through that, like, layers and layers and layers of psychic energy is probably really tough. So you're up to five. Totally. Do you want to use any of your secrets or... Oh, before we go any further, definitely take an XP for uh, Key of the Conscience, for sure. I will mark that down. Got it. Oh, you've got it. Oh, I did it. <laughs> okay, so you've got five dice. Um, Do you want to pull from your pool... Yeah, I might also use... I'm trying to look at my secrets here. I might go for Secret of the Lucky Break here, because this is, like, really important to Juniper. Okay. So once per session, you can keep your pool dice when you succeed, so use them all. Cool. 
So that would mean you would be rolling a grand total of 11. Yes. To get us to get four successes. Yep. All right. Anything else? Uh, I think that's it. Okay. I think. Yeah. All right. All right. Yes, I definitely got four hits. Yeah, that's seven successes right there. Uh, yep. Wow. Looks like it. All right. <laughs> so you get to that's keep. Good. You get to keep all your pool dice because your secret, and. Yeah, okay. So what do you what part do you do first? Yeah, like just describe this whole scene. You have like control here cuz like this is definitely going to go your way. Okay, cool. Um So I think Juniper's like holding both of her hands. Um and I think the first thing to appear is the window actually. Mhm. And it's snowing like really gently outside, not like a like a harsh blizzard, just like that really beautiful type of snow. Yeah. Um, and then I think like a blanket appears like around the woman's shoulders, um, and like a few books start stacking up in the corners. Like everything's kind of fading in like gradually, like mm-hmm. in a really gentle, like calming way. Um, and it almost just it gets a little bit quieter in the room like I, I mean i don't think there was like much sound but like maybe like some buzzing from like the dim light bulbs mm-hmm. you know just kind of like the energy it just feels softer somehow yeah um and then i think you can notice the woman start to maybe like her muscles relax a little bit um mm-hmm. her eyelids start to flutter just a little bit like she's getting sleepy yeah um, and I think Juniper just smiles and says, I hope this helps a little bit. Um, do you help her lie down? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I think I just, I think, I mean, I think there's also probably like, maybe she even made some kind of a little bed. Yeah. If that's cool. Maybe something um, a lot like what Rosewood has back in his house, like a futon that you kind of roll out. Yeah, yeah. Something like that. And so she helps her, like, lie down. Hey, Juniper? Yeah. I really don't think I have a name. Would you like one? Yeah. And you don't pick your own name. And I don't know anyone else. Not right now. Think about it. I will. I'm tired. (laughs) Good. Well... I'll I'll let you rest for now. And I'll come back soon, okay? Okay. <laughs> Sweet dreams. Is that when <laughs> we like just see Juniper back in the real world? Yeah. I think the rain is starting to stop. How is Juniper feeling okay, and what cool. does she want to do next? Um a lot of the anxiety she was feeling from before has really like 
calmed down, mm-hmm. possibly stopped. Like she feels a lot more grounded because it's, it's really rewarding to help someone. <laughs> um, and I think she just like takes a deep breath and stands up and walks outside. Um, and she's feeling like kind of renewed energy, I think. And so I think she is going to keep going. Because how long has it been? Is it, I guess, well, is it close to dark or does she have a little while? I think it's close to noon. Rosewood is a human that wakes up early. He is one of those assholes who's up okay. at five. Um, <laughs> like God, even, morning people. Uh, yeah, no, just the worst. He's just one of those people who's like, <laughs> no, no. He's just like, well, I slept in. I was like, I was awake at 430, but I just kind of glide there. You know, like. Just one of those. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so you got an early start, honestly, even after taking the time to like look through all of his things. Um, so mm-hmm. yeah, I bet it's like two o'clock in the afternoon, maybe. Okay. Um, yeah, so I think she's going to keep going. I think first she ties her hair back into a braid and you can see her tattoo now, which is a blackbird behind her ear. Mm-hmm. Um I think her, (laughs) I mean, she definitely looks like she's been in the rain, like her, like black curly hair is like really frizzy and, um, and so she's just getting it out of her face and then I think she's gonna keep on going. All right. So we need to do a kind of like a, kind of like a traveling role just to, just to kind of cover the, the fact that you're going to be traveling through completely untamed territory that you are not familiar with. Um, yep. Fair. So. I would wager this is going to fall under Explorer almost every time. Mm-hmm. Yeah? Okay. I don't think this is a high difficulty. I think this is literally just a difficulty of two because this should be easy, but you are running a risk just by the nature of doing this sort of thing. Right. Okay. So okay. you always get a dice for doing a thing. One for Explorer. What else do you think? What other tags do you think work here? Um, I'd say like Hardy mm-hmm. might apply here. Maybe Nimble. I'd imagine I'm kind of having to trek through wilderness. Yeah, that makes um, sense. I could. Would you give me curious? Just because I am. Your your goal here is to go be a curious person, so I say yes. Okay. Yay. Yeah. All right. So how many is that? That's five to get a six. Two successes total. Okay. Um. I think I'm just going to try it. Okay. Like that. I don't think I'm going to add pull dice. All right. Five to two feels safe. Yeah. Knock on wood. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So that's two hits. Yeah. So we're good. You're we're just good. fine. So I'll just kind of describe a little bit. So you descend down through from, from like kind of like your outcropping and the trees get thinner and thinner as you go. The pines are, are just, farther and farther apart until you reach kind of scrubby, dusty, everything's still kind of mucky, uh, orange and, and it's autumn. So everything's dead, um, open fields and on, on both sides and behind you, there are mountains in the distance, but they look much further away. And as the storm is clearing out, as you continue going across, you see that some of the mountains have a little bit of actual real snow on the peaks, um, kind of indicating that winter is on the way. But that's not the real thing with height that you come across first. Uh, 
you start seeing roughly to your northwest spires in an architectural style you've never seen. And as you get closer, you realize that you're walking over long destroyed, long ruined foundations of things until you basically see like a city center in the distance, uh, but dead, covered over in in vines and uh, decaying plant life. But as you get closer and closer, this whole time you've been seeing uh, bits and here and there you see the occasional bird or strange lizard creature or like a mammal with like really big eyes or something, you know, lots of life. But the closer and closer you get to the this ruined city, which you're recognizing as definitely an old empire deal, there's just no sounds of no sounds of birds, no crickets, just quiet. And that's mm. concerning. But yeah. Okay. Um I think she pushes away that like anxious gut feeling that this place inherently gives her. I think she just pushes that to the side mm-hmm. and just walks on up. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so you, when you get up close and personal, like I said, the, the whole place has mostly been reclaimed by nature. Only, like, the real mm-hmm. bones of a city really remain. And, like, plants, it's it's fall, so most of them are kind of, like, in recession and will come back in the spring. But clearly they use the bones of the city to, like, really keep it together, you know? And mm-hmm. it's really... Everything is just overgrown. But it's really, it's also clear to you that it wasn't time that vacated this city. It was war. Like, you were in that bunker and you saw the remnants of gunshots and all that stuff, right? It's mm-hmm. everywhere here. Some buildings are blown apart. Uh, there's, if you were to like, if you like move some plant life, there's like ancient scorch marks and bullet holes. It's... Uh, haunting and and everything seems relatively stripped bare or burned and you're a person dreambloods can sense emotions and thoughts right yeah to some extent even without trying like it probably takes a few minutes for you to recognize this these feelings as not your own but like the city is soaked with fear and sadness. Diceology is hosted and produced by Dane Fogdahl. Lady Juniper Blackbird is performed by Natalie Wilcoxon. Lady Blackbird was developed by John Harper. Soundscrapes were created by TabletopAudio.com. If you like the show, please rate and review us wherever you listen. It helps us more than you know. And if you'd like to follow us, you can find us on Twitter at DiceologyPod for behind the scenes photos and updates. Thank you for listening to Diceology. Thank you.